0: Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us uh, the written word. We uh, ask that you would now uh, explain uh, this section of the written word to each one of us, give us understanding, correct understanding, and uh, change our lives uh, through your written word. We pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The words of Paul in Romans 15, verses 23 through 33, are about Paul's plan to visit Rome on his way to Spain. Paul has given the Roman Christians the gospel in chapters 1 through 11, and he has presented to them behavior which flows from the gospel in chapters 12 through 15a. Paul now writes of his design to visit Rome on his way to Spain. Verse 23 and the opening of verse 24 read, But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. As I have looked at uh, these words of Paul to the Roman believers, verses 23 through 33, I have come to see two important lessons in them for us. Lesson one, from a description in them of Paul's ministry for the Lord Jesus, we are taught what our ministry here at Trinity Church for the Lord Jesus ought to be. We are shown by Paul what our church's work what our church's service for Christ should be. And then lesson two, from Paul's requests of the Roman Christians concerning himself, we are taught three things that our church should do in reference to helping our missionaries. Let me give those two lessons again. Lesson one, what Trinity Church's ministry ought to be. Lesson two, what three of our activities for our missionaries should be. First lesson, let's learn about our ministry by looking at Paul's ministry. And Paul's ministry can be seen in Romans 15 by looking at three things, Paul and Spain, Paul and Rome, and Paul and Jerusalem. What Paul wanted to do in Spain, what Paul wanted to do in Rome, and what Paul was going to do in Jerusalem, tell us about Paul's ministry, and once more, tell us what our ministry should be like. A, Paul and Spain. In Spain, Paul wanted to proclaim the gospel. Paul wanted to do what he had done from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, a distance of 1,400 miles. He wanted to evangelize. Paul wanted to tell people of and lead people to the Lord Jesus Christ, and then of course, have them become part of a church of Jesus Christ. Look with me at Romans 15, beginning with the middle of verse 19. The middle of verse 19. So from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Skipping down to verse 23. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, meaning Paul had so evangelized from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, that there was No more place for him to minister in that way, in those parts. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. Parentheses. Why do you think he's going to Spain? To proclaim the gospel there. Evangelism was absolutely one thing that Paul was about. I wonder if we can say evangelism was the number one part of the Apostle Paul's ministry. My friends, evangelism is to be part of our ministry here. Evangelism is to be part of Trinity Church as well. Look with me at Matthew chapter 28, starting at verse 16. Matthew 28, starting at verse 16. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. To whom are these words of Jesus spoken? We answer to the 11 disciples who were present with Jesus on this occasion. I respond, is that it however? Is that all to those 11 and no one else? Matthew 28, the Great Commission was also spoken to us here at Trinity Church, that's right jesus christ says to us jesus says to us all right plus might in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations paul shows us from his ministry and our lord jesus christ tells us from matthew chapter 28 that we are to be a church that's involved in evangelism. By the way, why what why would the Lord have us be involved? Why was Paul so wrapped up in evangelism? Well, look at John chapter 3 verse 36 with me. John 3:36. We read At this point in the word of God, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. But whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. If people have the Son, they have eternal life. If people do not have the Son... They do not have eternal life. They are still in their sins and still under the just judgment of God. The Lord wants us to evangelize. Paul evangelized for the purpose of rescuing people from the just judgment of God. I remind us, the Lions Club does not rescue people from hell. The Rotary Club does not rescue people from hell. The country club does not rescue people from hell. The Lord has called us to be engaged in that. But there is more concerning our ministry. And so next, B, we look at Paul and Rome. And when we do that, we see in Rome, Paul wanted to preach and teach the word of God more thoroughly and more deeply. Look with me at Romans chapter 1. We'll leave chapter 15 and look with me at Romans chapter 1 starting at verse 11. Paul is writing of course uh, the letter of Romans to believers, to, to saints. And at this point he says to them, I, I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. I think very simply what Paul is saying here is I I long to be with you so that I might open up the word of God even more, and through God using his word, impact your life, spiritually speaking, with greater strength. I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong, that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Verse 14, I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish, that is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are at Rome. Again, I, I think what Paul is getting at here is, in Rome, Paul wanted to go into more depth concerning the gospel. He wanted to teach more fully the good news of Jesus Christ. He wanted to take the Roman Christians more thoroughly into the word of God. He wanted to impart to the Roman believers spiritual blessings, spiritual growth through his preaching and teaching of God's truths. Our ministry here at Trinity Church is also to include that. We are to preach and teach the word of God. We are to explain in more depth the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are to explain in ever-increasing thoroughness all of the word of God. People should be able to say, you want to hear the Bible explained you want to go somewhere where they take the word of God seriously and they teach it, you go to Trinity Presbyterian Church. That should be also what we are about as a congregation. One Sunday, I was at another church filling the pulpit, and when I arrived, they, they asked if I would lead them in their pastoral prayer. I, of course, did. And one of the things for which I prayed on that occasion was that the word of God would always be found in that church. My friends, that's what God wants for his churches. He wants his churches to be rescuing people from hell. And he wants his churches to be teaching what he has given us in the written word of God. Their ministry at that church, our ministry here, are also to be marked by the preaching and teaching of the Bible. As Samuel said to the people of Israel in 1 Samuel 12, verse 23, As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you, and I will teach you the way that is good and right. It would be wrong for me as one of your leaders to fail to pray for you. And it would be wrong for me as one of your leaders to fail to teach you what is good and right. And it would be wrong for our congregation to not be about the preaching and teaching and obeying of the word of God. And so we want to be reminded of what we are all about, our DNA, if you will. And we want to be praying to God in reference to these items. Then C, we have Paul and Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, Paul was going to, he was going to do what? Do you remember from our text? Paul was going to do Mercy ministry. Paul and his associates had received a special offering from the Gentile churches in Greece for the poor Jewish believers in Jerusalem. Paul was going to Jerusalem to minister practical relief to the suffering Jewish saints there. Notice verses 25 through 27a of Romans 15. Now, however, I am on my way to Jerusalem in the service of the saints there. For Macedonia, let me put it this way, for northern Greece and southern Greece were pleased to make a contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. They were pleased to do it and indeed they owe it to them. A third part of our ministry is to be mercy ministry, ministering practical relief to people who are suffering. First of all, to our people here at Trinity Church, then to other believers in the Lord Jesus, and then to those outside of Christ. Galatians chapter six, verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Very briefly, notice what Paul calls the offering of the Gentiles for the hurting Jewish believers. It's found in verse 28 of our passage. Verse 28, so after I have completed this task and have made sure that they have received this fruit, I will go to Spain and visit you on the way. The concern and care of the Gentiles for the Jews is called fruit. Now, how are we to understand that in this way? Because the Gentiles really knew the Lord Jesus, because the Lord Jesus was really in their lives, they wanted to help the Jews. It was a natural flow for them to do so. It was a natural result of their walk with the Lord Jesus. When the Lord Jesus is really part of our church, when he is really present here, mercy ministry will flow in and out of our church. Mercy ministry will not be a problem here. The giving of finances to help others, the finding of time to help others, the volunteering of people to help others will be no problem because it will be fruit that flows out of us in light of our relationships with the Lord Jesus. And so once again, I'd like to ask us to be a congregation that goes to the Lord in prayer and says, you have have shown us what we are to be about. This is different from many other churches but this is what we see in your word. And so, Heavenly Father, help us in reference to evangelism. Help us to faithfully preach and teach the Bible and help us to do mercy ministry. And Heavenly Father, what would you have me do in reference to this ministry? The second important lesson that is found in our verses of this morning is what three of our activities should be for our missionaries. Three ways we here at Trinity Church can help our missionaries. We learn this lesson by looking at Paul's requests of the Roman believers concerning himself. A. One request of Paul was that the Roman saints would pray for him. Paul was going to Jerusalem. He asked the Romans to pray for him. Look at verses 30 and 31. I urge you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me, Pray that I may be rescued from the unbelievers in Judea and that my service in Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints there. Being a missionary is not easy. It involves struggling, striving, wrestling against Satan and all of his opposition, and it involves seeking to serve people acceptably if we would have all of our missionaries here this morning and I would just pick two or three of them to come on up and tell us about their ministries I'm sure we would hear at some point I'm sure we would hear them talk about spiritual battles I'm sure we would hear them talk about spiritual struggles about difficulties that they had experienced in seeking to serve people acceptably. Missionaries need prayer. Paul requested the Roman Christians to pray for him. We are to pray for our missionaries. Do you do this? Besides, on Sunday morning, when we do it as a church, Do you pray for our missionaries? Can you name our missionaries? Do you pray for them? Next, B, Paul requested refreshment. Most of all, I think, spiritual refreshment from the Romans when he would come and be with them. Verse 32 of our text. So that by God's will... I may come to you with joy and together with you be refreshed. Someone has written about pastors. The pastor preaches, marries, buries, baptizes, visits, confronts, counsels, and carries the budget on his back. He must answer to his board of elders and to his congregation and to his wife and family. He must organize his staff, keep up their morale, monitor their areas of responsibility. He must be tranquilizer, motivator, stimulator, inspirer and I could go on. I read that for this reason: Missionaries too have that kind of fullness of job description. They have in their lives one responsibility after another. And they get tired. And they get worn down. And they get drained physically, emotionally, spiritually. And they do need to be built up They do need to be refreshed. They do need to be encouraged. And Paul, in our passage, also shows us that that's another way we are to be in reference to our missionaries. I once read, quote, Every year, thousands leave the ministry. I once read, quote, we are concerned about the morale and survival of those in Christian ministry. Refreshment is needed. And so I wonder, do we have someones here who would write or email our missionaries on behalf of our church? Do we have someones here who would send care packages to our missionaries on behalf of our church who would send from time to time a book or some item that can't be secured where they are. Missionaries need refreshment. And then C, or third, Paul also requested material assistance which no doubt included finances to help him minister. Verses 23 and 24. But now that there is no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing for many years to see you, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there. It takes finances to put missionaries on the field. It takes finances to keep missionaries on the field. Some missionaries have left their places of ministry because of lack of finances. Paul said, I hope to visit you and to have you assist me on my journey. We are to financially, materially, assist our missionary families. A number of years ago, we did the right thing one Christmas Eve in taking up an offering for one of our missionary families. Jay and Holly Eastman are missionaries in Berlin, Germany. They are helping to plant churches in Berlin, Germany. A number of years ago, because of a lack of finances, they had the possibility of having to leave the mission field. <clears throat> Once again, we did, we did the right thing in collecting money for them. A third activity in which we should be engaged for our missionaries is financial support. By the way, These are three ways we can help one another here at Trinity Church. We can certainly pray for one another, right? We can certainly refresh one another. Someone has said encouragement is the food of the heart and every heart is a hungry heart. You know, you would love it If before you left today, you were genuinely, sincerely encouraged, we can do that to one another. And we can physically and materially assist one another. Today, will you think about our study of this morning? Will you think about and pray about our ministry our ministry of evangelism, preaching and teaching, mercy. Will you think about and pray about our activities toward our missionaries and one another, prayer, refreshment, material support? Will you spend time with this message and with the Lord? When we joined Trinity Church, we said, I promise to be a faithful member of this church, supporting it. Will you think about and pray in reference to what we've seen in the word of God today concerning our church? Let us pray. Well, the easy part in one sense is uh, over, Heavenly Father. Uh, Going into your word, seeing what it says, explaining it, and now the challenge, uh, the greater challenge, uh, is before us. Heavenly Father, may we have a church that's biblical, and may we be people who obey what the Bible tells us in reference to our missionaries and one another. We ask for your glory and through Jesus Christ. Amen.